Today I'm in conversation with Hanyane Shimange and we are chatting all things 2023 Rugby World Cup. How are you doing? Very good in yourself, eh? Very good, thanks. So the overarching philosophy as a nation for this upcoming Rugby World Cup is the heart of the people, the soul of the Springboks. What does this mean and how do we best embody this as a nation? Look, I think it's, it's, it's showing unity around uh, uh, unity as a nation around supporting the, the box in terms of trying to, first of all, go back to the, uh, sorry, sorry, first of all, defend the um, uh, Rugby World Cup and also be the first team to win four Rugby World Cups. So we saw the, you know, you go back to 95, what that had, you know, the impact it had as a nation with Francois Pino and his men and, and the late uh, President Nelson Mandela. John Smith, um, 2007, you know, what they, they did in Paris then and obviously Sia Kulisi in Japan. And going back then, uh, we've won a World Cup every 12 years and I think the big thing now is we want to win it again, but the team needs the nation. You know, we've got to work as one, not just as 15 or 23 guys on match day, but uh, the nation as a whole. And, and it's important that we unify, uh, we support the team, and we create massive energy and good positive energy in this country around this World Cup. Oh, for sure. And we've come a long way. And something our nation knows how to do is show up and support. Now, I know a pledge wall at Tambo International Airport has been erected for fans to write messages of support to the players. Such messages do go a long way from a mental point of view. But can you offer better insight on the mental challenges players face at a Rugby World Cup campaign, especially going back to defend a title? Yeah, look, at the, the, the players, any, any bit of messaging means a lot. I think uh, we just spoke now off air about the game at Trickenham. I can guarantee you the Springboks going into Trickenham and seeing all those green trees and fans waving at them, you know, would have inspired them more when you sing in the anthem. You know, there's a lot of people there. There's a lot of South Africans. And also going to, to obviously, France. We're going, they're going to be based in La Cienne, which is just outside Toulon. It's a small little town, and it's quite isolated. So any messaging or anything that the Springboks can get gives them that extra motivation, knowing that they're not alone. You know, I think being on tour, being away from it can be a lonely place. You know, we've got Scotland, Ireland, and other, you know, other teams. I think there's going to be a lot more traveling sort of supporters from, from, from the United Kingdom or from Europe than, than South Africa. So as much as we felt at home at Twickenham, we might feel isolated and alone at, at you know, during the World Cup when we're not, you know, playing with a lot in front of lots of South African players. So I think the pledge war for me just means a lot in terms of supporting the guys that might not be there in body or physically be there, but spiritually the, the supporters are there and the guys will read these messages they walk in the team room, it will be on a wall there. They can see it every single day. There's someone supporting different messages from all parts of the country. So it's important that, you know, as fans, they can connect to the team. And I think the pledge wall is a fantastic thing for them to come, you know, for the guys to read that, listen, yeah, we're on the way to support you guys against Ireland, Scotland, Tonga, Romania would mean a lot to the South Africa, to the Springbok team, especially when, you know, they'll be based quite far away from, from, from the supporters in, in France. Wow, definitely. And, Looking at support from a distance, something that is currently running is Book Friday. And this is an initiative to get fans to stand stronger together by wearing their Book jerseys every Friday from this Friday and throughout the World Cup campaign. How important a role does the support of fans play in a World Cup campaign on foreign land from a player's perspective as well? No, it's big. I mean, I experienced it in London, funny enough, when I was going through customs. And, you know, there's a lot of green jerseys there and people are chatting there. There's excitement around the game. Even the, the English gentleman that was stamping my passport was like, 
okay, you obviously come here for the rugby. Then <laughs> what did he spoil? Spot all the green jerseys. And, uh, you know, even Friday, it was Test Match Day, it was Bob Friday in London, you know, the, the amount of jerseys walking down Piccadilly Circus and these people there with green jerseys, South Africans with green jerseys. So it's massive. Whether you're overseas or in South Africa, whether it's, you know, a bunch of 10-year-olds at school, you know, you make a thing around Bob Friday, the Springboks are playing, this weekend is different to others. So basically... You know, it, 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 the Springboks for me an extension of South African sporting excellence. If you look at their, their track record over the years, they are the one team that can go into World Cup, any World Cup, and still be favourites. So it, it's, it's an extension of that. And Bok Friday is just getting behind the team, people knowing that there's something special happening this weekend. And people, it gives people something to talk about, to identify, to, you know, to create a sense of belonging around South African fans. So coach Jacques Ninobar recently announced his 33-man Springbok squad and you were just at Twickenham watching these guys in action. So what are your thoughts on the team and what should we look out for during Saturday's warm-up clash with Wales and then also our prospects at defending the famous Webb Ellis Trophy? No, it's, it's a fantastic team. Um, the level of excitement, this is the highlight of any player's career. Also, stay, I've, I've stayed in, in the same hotel as you guys a lot of the times and I've gotten to know the guys pretty well, but... It's just exciting to know that, you know, you see these guys walking around together as groups, you know, as individuals. But there's a level of excitement around this team that, you know, it's, it's sort of hard to articulate. It, it's a special time, you know. They realize that this next two months they can do something incredibly special that can lift them, you know, that that can be remembered from a, from a lifetime. I think representing your country, you know, we, we forget that you know, the, a lot of these guys are living their dreams by representing the country. These are something they would have thought of or wanted to do since they, you know, they started playing rugby. So it's an important time. You know, I think that the Springbok, Springbok motto is um, stronger together. And, you know, as much as, you know, there's a 23-man squad on match day, there's another, the, the, the full squad is 33-plus management, which is probably a squad full squad of 45. And then you add on 60 million people in South Africa, when you say, listen, South Africa represents the African continent, you realize how powerful we are as a force. And, and it's important, you know, the guys understand what they represent, what they stand for from a South African context. And, uh, you know, they embrace it, they, they enjoy their challenge, and they look forward to running out. Teamwork definitely makes the dream work. What would you say stands out about this year's World Cup squad versus the 2019 squad? They've been together for another four years. They won it after two years. Now they've been together. They've reinvented themselves. There's a certain familiarity. I think this family bond has gotten stronger with these guys. They understand each other. And they've developed that sixth sense, you know, around what they need to do. Uh, they understand the World Cup pressures. You know, they've gone through adversity throughout the four years. So they have gotten stronger through, you know, being successful. And also through adversity, they've learned from their mistakes. One, one thing this Bok team does do is it learns pretty fast from the mistakes and they just keep coming back and I think if any team we probably are I think if you look at it I don't think we probably are the most feared team in, in world rugby in terms of playoff rugby purely because of you know understanding of pressure you know we're, we're a nation of fighters you know we can stick in the fight we, we, we're not scared of a challenge and you know also our record you've got to look at our record I mean three world cups we must win and we've won three something, and the ability for us to probably become the greatest World Cup winning nation is something that these guys are going to look to want to do. So there, there's a couple of challenges for them, but I think that they understand that and it's been a four-year build-up for this. So if one thing that will be is ready and prepared. Oh, for sure. With the Rugby World Cup kicking off on the 8th of September, Supersport will be broadcasting all 48 games of the Rugby World Cup, which obviously means countless new memories. 
What is your favourite memory as a player? Well, it's, it's got to be getting capped for the Springboks. I think, um, you know, you, you sort of sit back. You, it's a realisation of a dream. I think uh, the first test um, was Ireland. Uh, the first time I actually was in a box squad was Ireland. And singing the anthems and looking at your parents in the stands, you know, they've sort of dropped you off from a young age, followed you around, supported you. And you realise, Shaq's the, the support that you've gotten, and, you know, it's, it's probably my favourite memory. Running on for the Springboks is probably the best thing probably my fondest memory, and also um, winning an under-21 World Cup. Never got to go to the senior one, but winning an under-21 World Cup will always be special to me. And as a supporter before and after your professional career, what are some of your favourite memories there? Yeah, look, I'm, I'm pretty honest with this one, and this is Japan, uh, commentating on the World Cup final. Been there for nine weeks, I and mean, uh, that final whistle going, look, we, we knew it won that game with about 10 minutes to go. I think it was either Cheslin, I think Cheslin had scored his try. And commentating on that, you know, I remember myself and Matt Pierce sitting there nine weeks before the World Cup in the commentary box saying, you know, imagine imagine we win this trophy. And then nine weeks later, after being in Japan, following the team around, winning it, you know, that, that last, you know, that final whistle going and us listing the trophy is probably my favorite moment outside of, of, of you know, my, my test cap. No, it's going to be fantastic. Like, the, the guys are excited. I think any message of support, anything, I mean, you can guys messages on social media nowadays saying good luck the guys are pretty open anything any level of support you can offer them a box jersey it doesn't have to be a box jersey we're green on a friday just to know that you're supporting the spring box you know will we'll definitely help these guys and hopefully they come back with a trophy again they do the trophy turn everybody can get to see their heroes once again Hanyane, thank you so much for your time no appreciate it thank you very much and have a great day